And we're dealing with a subject that I think would be a really a blessing to you. And however long that it lasts, that's what we'll do. But uh, it's a, we want to talk about following. And following God, following the plan of the Lord. And, and what God wants us to do. And so uh, as you see it online and you see what we're doing, you're going to see that we're texting it out as follow. And uh, I'm going to stick with some of my ideas and just go a little further this morning. But I want you to do me a favor. I want you to turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. I love Romans chapter 8. I mean, there's so much in there, especially about the Holy Spirit. How many know we're a Holy Ghost church? Amen. And so this is an important thing that we need to realize and understand. And as you know, I've talked about the different parts of who we are, that we're a spirit living in a body that has a mind, will, and emotions, or a soul. And so he says here in this chapter, verse 14, chapter 8, verse 14, he says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I'd like you to say it with me. Just say it with me. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Then turn again to another scripture. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. Proverbs 20 27. And this is what it says. It says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. Being a spirit, you know, God speaks spirit to spirit. And, and, and of course, we go through experiences in life. We have challenges and things that we deal with because we live on this planet. And so our five senses are involved in our life. We live with five senses. The second thing is we have a mind so that we can have an intellect, a humor, uh, 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 emotions that again works with the emotions or ties us to the planet we live in. But when God speaks to us, he does not speak soul to soul. He speaks spirit to spirit. I want you to say that with me. God speaks spirit to spirit. So there are some ways that we hear from God. How do we follow God? How do we know what to do? I'll give you an example of the leading of God and how God led me. I was working selling timeshare, which is kind of, you know, uh, you know, one of those jobs, but I was selling timeshare. As I was selling timeshare, I was making a lot of money and getting a lot of promotions within the company that I was, I was working for. As I was working for them, uh, you know, it looked like that this was a direction for me to go, and in the natural, it would have been. And, and, and this is not to say... We have to be careful because when we deal with, with what we're hearing from God, it's not, it's not uh, when I think of the ministry, that's a calling, and that's different, but directions are important. We can't get to where God wants us to go, and not everybody's called to full-time ministry. You know, we're, we're, we have to understand that we are a body. You know, I don't know how important that fingernail is, but I like it. Amen. How many know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Amen. I like my big toe. How many like your big toe? You don't see my big toe, I wear shoes. But it's important to me to have the big toe. You know, if you didn't have a liver, if you didn't have your liver this morning and your liver was gone, you couldn't even live, but I've never seen your liver. And so we have to be careful to let God lead us and guide us and direct us. And as he does, that he wants to promote us and bless us and, 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 and enforce his blessings in our life. But in this case, I was working for the timeshare company, selling timeshare, and there was a new promotion that was coming. They were going to send me to uh, either Cancun, Mexico, Vail, Colorado, uh, or one other place. 
and I had these promotion opportunities. They were big promotion opportunities, management-type promotion opportunities, and I was very young at the time. It seemed like that that was a good direction. But I was at home and just praying as a young man and waiting on the Lord, and the one thing I had not completed was my education. You know, I had gone to Southeastern but quit, and, and, I, and I, I'd never really thought I'd go back because I was doing real well. If you're making a lot of money, why do you need to go back? And yet the Spirit of the Lord began to deal with me. And he started talking to me. And, if, and what, he, what I found, I was just reading, praying, and I came across a scripture that says, Through desire a man having separated himself seeks after an intermeddleth with all wisdom. It became directional. How many understand what I'm talking about? I knew that the Lord was dealing with me that I wasn't going to be selling timeshare the rest of my life. And that, that there was, maybe I would, but he was telling me, even if you're doing that, I want you to do this. How many understand what I'm talking about? We have to let God lead us. Even if you're doing that, I want you to do this. And so, so I, when I got the phone call to go meet the big interview and they were telling me what they wanted to do, uh, I went into the office and said, I don't think I can take the promotion. I feel I need to go back to school. Well, they thought I was, I was nuts the company I was working for, because, I mean, you're making money. You're already promoted. Why would you go back? Anybody know what I'm talking about? But the Lord had said, I heard his word. I had an informational download from God from his word. Through desire, a man having separated himself, seeks after and intermeddleth with all wisdom. It stuck with me from ever. How many know when God speaks to you, it sticks? Say amen. Amen. And so... Of course, having done that, I didn't get the promotion. They weren't excited about that. And it ended up that I had to leave the job. Well, I went to see my pastor because I didn't have an answer as to what does this mean? Through desire, a man having separated himself seeks after an intermeddled with all wisdom. When I sat down with him, I said, the Lord's put it on my heart to go back to school. And so we had this discussion, and, and, and a wise man gave me wise counsel. And said, well, you could go here to this school, or you could go finish over here, or there's a great program over here. He started giving me wise counsel. I mean, no, it's okay to, hit, to have counsel. But the end of this is that the Lord spoke to me through a logos, meaning a written word, a word that's written. Through desire, a man having separates himself, seeks after, and intermeddleth with all wisdom. We're to know the will of God. That we're, we have an inward spirit. We have a man, uh, the man of the inside, the man of the heart that hears from God. And, and we have our spirit that has a conscience. And then there's the voice of God. It was kind of a combination. Sometimes God speaks and it's not just the inner voice. And it's not just, you know, hearing the voice. And it's, but it is a combination of hearing God. How I many know where to listen to God? Somebody say, I need to follow God. How many believe his ideas are better than your ideas? How many believe his thoughts are better than your thoughts? How many where he, know where he takes you will be better where you take you? Come on, somebody. Give God praise. I know he's going to take care of me. I know he's going to watch over me. I know he's going to promote me. I know he's going to help me. And I don't always look at it like, you know, sometimes when we think about God helping us, all we think about is an immediate help, that God's just going to immediately help us. We prayed, there it is. You know God doesn't work that way. He works the way he works. We're to believe and then leaning on the word of God, praying and seeking God, and listening to the voice of God. You know, I know this. The hardship isn't God. The hardship is me. 
Anybody want to say amen to that? Amen. I believe he's speaking all the time. I just don't think I'm always listening. Somebody say amen. But I did in this case. I listened. And I, I always like to use this scripture, Ephesians 5, as you know, where it says, Wherefore, don't be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Know what God's will is. Don't be enticed or drunk with wine where is in excess. It's talking about being consumed with natural things, but be filled with the Spirit. You know, I can tell you this. I, you know, there are three or four ways that we can hear from God. I'm going to give you three ways that you can hear from God. Three, three things you need to do that you need to make sure that you do to hear from God. Are you ready? You need to train your spirit. You need to listen to your spirit. You need to obey what's coming into your spirit. Let me get these out of my notes because just, they just came in me and I want to speak them to you. Amen. There's three things that you need to do. Number one, you need to read your Bible. Somebody say, I need to read my Bible. Amen. I'm going to get there. Hold on just a minute. You need to read the Word. You need to pray, seek the Lord. And you need to pray in tongues. How's that? You need to pray in the Spirit. Number one, feed on God's Word. Feed on God's Word. Now, we don't do that very often because it requires discipline to feed on God's Word. We have to discipline ourselves to take. Now, I'm not talking about that we have to, to, to read chapters and chapters of the Bible. We need to read the Word. And that's sections and scriptures and portions of the Word. And speaking the Word to ourselves. You know, the, the way that the Word works in us, the way that we grow in God is by, is by chewing on and chewing on and chewing on the Word. That, that it's not something we just take in one time and we've got it. We have to take it in. And we have to keep working it on the inside of us. Amen? Till it works. How many know the word works? Just look at somebody. Just if you've got to turn around, look neighbor to the neighbor and say, the word works. And here's how Jesus put it. He said, a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Say, I live by God's word. Come on, I live by God's word. Come on, he wants to give us life and that more abundantly. See, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came that I could have life. Every one of us should be thanking God for the life he's going to give us through his word. Our future's bright. Our portion's bright. What God has for us is awesome. Our healing is in store for us. We're walking by faith and not by sight. Somebody say, I walk by the word. Say it again, I walk by the word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. We live by the word of God. Hallelujah. Every answer, every situation, every challenge is answered by the word of God. Somebody say, great, it's answered. Number two, we make sure that we walk in love. We have to walk in love. You can't walk in animosity and disturbances. I had a lady at the church, and, and uh, interestingly enough, she was a great lady. Uh, in just in natural ways um, and this was early on like in our we were in the very first building um, and she had come down with cancer and uh, we had asked her listen can we just bring a chair in we'll bring a, a, a lazy boy chair in let you sit in a lazy boy come to church I mean but she would come and uh, soon enough time had gone by we had prayed and believed with her but one day the Lord sent me to the hospital you know, we ought to be led by the Holy Ghost. 
and the Lord sent me to the hospital. And so I went to see her at the hospital. And while I was sitting there, I knew of some disturbances, just some things she was involved in, in the natural that were a problem. As a matter of fact, it was, it was this. She was actually suing a church and a church pastor over a building. It was on their land, and it was the church, and maybe at some point they donated to the church, and they, the, somehow this guy was either moving in or moving out, and she was mad, and they decided to sue him personally. Now, I'm, I'm not, I know what the Word says about that. You shouldn't do that. The churches shouldn't be, people in churches shouldn't be suing each other. We should go a different route. We should find a different alternative, but she's suing him. But the Lord said to me, go in there and tell her, if you'll let that go, I'll heal you. Now, she wasn't in obedience. She, she knew the word on the situation, but she had an emotion on the situation. You understand what I'm talking about? She had feelings about this. She had feelings, taste, touch, feel, see, hear, and smell about that building. She had emotions about how she felt she was being treated with that building. She was not being led by the Spirit. She was led by what she was dealing with in her flesh. Listen, folks, you can't be led by your emotions. Come on, you can't be led by your emotions. You can't allow the, the, the feelings in your mind begin to dominate you when you need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Faith worketh by love. The core of our faith experience and our receiving from God comes from the love walk that we have. I've got to find a way to dismiss challenges. You know, as a pastor, there are people that always were, we're in one way or another, sometimes in frustrations with people in some way or another because expectations are always, how many know that expectations, if you don't meet them, people feel some way about you. They have a feeling about you or what you should do or how you should do it. And when you don't meet the expectations, they get mad and angry and upset and frustrated. I mean, no, you can't make somebody's fantasies come true. You're not responsible for their fantasy. That's why I'm telling you, you've got to base your life on the Word of God. Don't get so far over as you're not willing to listen to the Lord and not realize the benefit that you have. You may not be the preacher, but you sure could be the liver. There's nothing wrong with being that. You know, listen, you know, something I want to tell you something. The hardest thing sometimes to be is number two. And I mean this in the best way that I can be. And when I say number two, I'm not talking about value. Our values are all the same to Jesus. We're exactly the same. When you're a husband and a wife, your value is exactly the same. Function's a little different. But you know, John, the Baptist, John was the preceder of Jesus. And if we went back in the Bible and we saw Jesus come in, we would see John was the star. Everybody in all of Israel knew who John was. When he said you needed to be baptized, they ran to be baptized. When he prophesied, he was prophetic in every way. At that time, he was the largest figure that existed till Jesus came. But when Jesus came, he said, I, I found somebody who's shoe latchets. In other words, immediately he took a position that was di different from where Jesus was. Jesus walked in, and now that one decided to promote the other one. He didn't have to promote Jesus. He didn't have to make Jesus the center. I've come to this place. This is just me talking. I'm, I'm getting older in ministry, and I'm getting to realize something, that I'm not getting younger. Anybody know what I'm talking about? How many of you just walk in, and one day you see a wrinkle somewhere, and you think, where did that come from? Come on. 
I mean, everything's changing. Gravity has its place. But the Lord said to me one time, he said, Steve, you have to decrease ah, that I may increase. You decrease that I may... I'm hung up on this. Help me. All right. All right, Florence, stay with me. <laughs> you must decrease that I may increase. I realized when he said that to me that I'm not promoting myself. That there's always Jesus at the top. But then there comes a time when you start looking at how can you help others achieve what God wants to achieve. Somebody ought to say amen. I watch preachers sometimes. All they want to do is promote themselves, build their own ministry. And I got news for you. You ain't going to make it forever. You have a limited lifespan. You better be willing to support somebody else. I used to love those old guys that would come into the church and they would say, you know something, I'm not called to do this anymore. But boy, I'm going to help you do it. I feel that way. That's John the Baptist. He comes in and he supported Jesus, built his ministry. And then finally he's beheaded. And, and, and it wasn't even a, a bright and shiny day. You understand what I'm saying? And his ministry has ceased to exist. But when I think about that, Jesus said he was the greatest of all the Old Testament prophets. I think that's the attitude we ought to have. Is, Lord, I want, I want to follow you. And Jesus listed him at the top of the list. That's what I'm telling you. Sometimes you've got to understand who you are. That, that you, you may be the one that helps provide some assistance that makes the difference in the ministry. And yet you're, you're, you don't want that because I want this. But following God doesn't say, listen, the Lord never told me that you're going to. As a matter of fact, I didn't know I was a pastor. I had it in my heart to follow a pastor. This is just talking about ministry. But no one would have picked me to be a pastor. Some would have picked me to be an evangelist. I could sing and play and preach and those kinds of things. Some would have picked me not to be anything but a pew warmer and a car, uh, parking cars. And let me tell you something. When I'm done with ministry, I'm putting on a yellow vest, and I'm going out there to park cars. You'll see me in the parking lot. I'm going to help this guy park cars. Amen. I'm really serious. I just want to do the will of the Lord, whatever the will of the Lord. He didn't tell me you're not going to be in timeshare anymore. He told me you've got to finish your education. Do you understand? He didn't tell me that wouldn't happen. And then one day the Lord spoke to me, go pastor a church. It was almost an amazement to people. When I stepped in the pulpit and stood behind it, the Spirit of God came on me. That's all I know how to explain it. And He lit on me as a pastor to help people. He came at that time. If you're trying to make God manipulate him to make you something he didn't call you to be, you got to wait for the mantle to fall. you got to wait for the calling to come. you got to wait until God does that. But if he doesn't land on you for a pastor or an evangelist or a missionary, then what did he call you to do? Maybe it's park cars. Maybe it's to be a Sunday school teacher. Maybe it's to help in the ministry in some other way. But... It might even be financial. Some of y'all should be believing God for increased financial ability. Some of you are watching me over there in Florence. Some of you should be saying, God, pour the millions into my life. And Lord, when you do, when you anoint me, when you pour yourself on that, when you land on me for financial blessing, I'll give it back to the kingdom of God. I'll sow it into the house of the Lord. And I'll be a steward over the thing you called me to do. And should that... 
Stephen started as nothing more. Stephen, the, uh, the disciple, the apostle, he started as nothing more than waiting on tables. He was being something in the house. Just being something in the house. I mean, every time you work for God, every time you follow the Lord, there's a blessing on the other end. There's the ability for you to go before the house of God, stand in front of the king and say, Father God, I did what you told me to do today. I blew off the parking lot at Family Worship Center. Now I'm asking you to pour yourself on me and anoint me in the name of Jesus and pour yourself on my business and pour yourself on my family. I speak in the name of Jesus that I've been faithful and you said you'd bless those who were faithful and I'm calling on that faithfulness, that blessing to come. I wish somebody shout out amen. I'm preaching real good now. Following God. Following what he says. Doing what he says. We've got to walk in love. Why do we do what we do in the kingdom of God? Because of love. God loves people. He loves people. You say, well, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not really friendly. And I'm not really this, that, and the other. And I have my personality like standing in the back. And I'd rather be in the... Listen, God didn't say he was working with your personality. He said he was working with your spirit. And you say, God, if you'll give me the talent and the ability, you'll give me the strength, I'll use it for you. I'll pour into the kingdom of God. He said, give. You know, we use this scripture a lot for the church, and, and we use it for money a lot of times. But I don't at home. When I'm talking to my kids, and I'm talking to my wife, and I'm talking to myself, he said, give. Give. And it shall be given back to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaken together. And running over, God will cause men to pour into your bosom. It might not happen immediately, but it's going to happen. And when it does, it'll be a God happening. It'll be an amazing God did it. God is the answer. God is the solution. God is the way. And we need to thank him. You know, I thank God for my pastor. Some people don't understand. I know God works. I know God gives information. I know he gives us his word. But I thank God that I was in a position to hear that I was in a church with a pastor, that I was under an anointing. Sometimes we discount it. Well, God would have told me. But God uses people who cause men to pour into you. Sometimes we need to appreciate the, the, the place God puts us, the people God puts us under, the way God put, puts us in situations because they, they affect us. You may have never known about that if it had not been for this year. You may not have never been there at the moment necessary if it had not been for the anointing. I don't know what would have happened. I don't think I would have met Amy if I'd have went to another church. But I went to the right church. And I met the right girl. And I got married to the right girl. And because I got married to the right girl, she was in the youth. And I was in the children. And I was in this and the other. But through the house of God, seven years apart. She's seven years younger than me. But God knew how to bring us to the right place. In the right. I thank God for the church I grew up in. I thank God for the pastor who was teaching her. And the pastor who was teaching me. I thank God for the books that were in the bookstore because if it had not been there I wouldn't have found it and I wouldn't have seen listen you got to understand God will lead you follow him follow him and when you do thank God when he puts you in the right place oh I'm preaching good now we discount where God puts us we default we say it doesn't matter but it does matter it does matter we have to walk in love number three pray in tongues if you haven't been baptized in the Holy Ghost, you don't pray in the Spirit yet, you can have me lay hands on you, that'll work. You could go in your bedroom, close the door, and say, I'm ready to pray in the Spirit, Lord. 
then just stop praying in English and start praying in tongues. Just do it by faith. You got saved by faith. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit by faith. Somebody say amen. But get filled with it so that you can pray in that wonderful unknown language. How many know God is good all the time? And all the time, God is good. You see that by your being a spirit being, you contact the spiritual realm. That's how we contact the spiritual realm. You see that by the mental realm, it's our intellect. It's how we contact our, our, our everyday experiences. And that our physical realm contacts, it's what our body contacts the earth with. It's three parts of who we are. And we have this wonderful, wonderful word of God, which is the logos. I told you this is how I got started, because I heard the word. Through desire. A man having separates himself, seeks after and intermeddleth with all wisdom. Somebody say amen. amen. But the next part of this is the idea that God speaks to us. In this book, in this, in this, in this scripture just right here, it says this in John chapter 15, verse 7. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you will and it'll be done. When I was done telling the company no, it was time to choose a yes. What do I want to do? After talking to my pastor and praying, I felt I got a more clear picture of you going back to school. Where do you want me to go to school? So I got to go to school, but where? And the Lord, I found a program. And at that time, it was the Polk Community College. It was a junior college. And they had a program that would transfer you from the junior college into the University of South Florida. Program You filled it, finished this program, and immediately you were junior, and you were moving into the continued program at the University of South Florida. The Lord put that in my heart. Now, the Lord putting that in my heart, let me explain how this works. At one time, Amy was a little girl. She'd grown up. Now she's not a little girl. And I have to find a way to meet Amy. Does anybody know? You know what I'm saying? So going to Polk Community College... We both ended up going there. We both ended up at the University of South Florida, where we both graduated. But in the middle of all that, I was able to find a relationship with Amy. Now, I didn't design that. God had that designed. So when he gave me the word to go back to school, he wasn't just talking about school. I don't think people get it. See, you thought I was talking about an education and going and getting a, 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 a financial improvement through this company or the money would come in. But God had a wife waiting on me. Amen. You can't miss these moments because in the middle of this moment that nobody else would tell you, God knows what you don't know. He sees what you don't see. He devises what you don't devise. And when he steers you, it may not make any sense to you. How many of you have had God tell you to do something that made no sense at all? Come on. But I promise you it makes sense to God. And he has a plan. So in the midst of this, I had a logos from God, but I also had a rhema, a spoken word. That's why Jesus, when he was being tempted by the devil, he said that, that we are to have the rhema of God. 
He lives by every rhema of God. In other words, Jesus, the word was there, but it was the rhema that he used, that spoken word, spoken information. Does anybody understand what I'm trying to say to you? It's speaking the word, but even more than that, he wants to give it. If you abide in me, this word means stay, continue, dwell, endure, be present, remain, stand, and tarry. Stay. Fixed in a position. The word in there is the word fixed in a position and given wholly to it. Me and my words. Here's the interesting thing. If you abide in me and my words, the word used there is the word rhema. That you not only have the written word, but it became the revelation word. It became real word. You got saved not because you heard about salvation alone. You got saved because when you heard about salvation, a rhema word heard, and God began to deal with you. Here's what I'm asking you now. Walk the aisle. God said walk the aisle. God steered you to say yes. God worked on your mouth to open up and agree. All the things in combination. Does anybody see what I'm talking about? So he's saying here, if you'll stay, continue, dwell, endure, be present, remain, and stand, fixed in position, given wholly to me and my rhema. Utterance, voice, speech, spoken word, written word, our foundation, but also spoken word, meaning rhema, direction, revealed truth, written truth. Have you... Uh, having the word to stand on, having a rhema, a spoken word, so that we can do and go where he specifically wants us to go. And if you abide there, he says, abide, stay, continue, dwell, endure, be present, remain, you'll ask what you will. Asking what you will is not because you feel like it. Asking what you want. He said he gives us the desires of our heart. He places in us his spirit. And he places in us desires. And when we follow the rhema of God about those desires. Not telling him what we want him to do. Not telling him the design. But saying, God, I want you to give me the design. And not using our emotions to determine it. Not using our flesh to determine it. This is people always say, "How hard is it to be a Christian?" Super simple. Amen. Super simple. If my words abide in you, and you abide in Rama, you'll ask what you will, and it'll be done. That's everything we're dealing with. That word to ask what you will, it'll be done. It means this. It's a reflexive word. It means to become. To come into being, used with great latitude, literal, figurative, intensive. Arise, be assembled, be, come, fall, have self. Be brought to pass, come to pass, continue. Be divided, draw, be embedded with, fall, be and have. Be kept, be made, be married, be ordained to it, be partaking of it. Partaking, pass, be performed, be, I could just go on. In other words, it's a surefire thing. That when God said it, he's got a great plan in the middle of it. I thank God that I followed the word. I thank God that I waited to find out specifically what did he mean by that. And I thank God in the middle of it, he provided everything of my dreams. How many know God will provide your dreams? Come on, God's got a big, big, big future. I want you to say this with me. If you're married, I want you to say, I've got a great marriage. I want you men to say this, say, I know how to forgive myself, 
and know how to get my wife to forgive me. How many know we need that? Amen. Most of the problems we've had in the house is because I didn't listen. Somebody say amen. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't watching. If the Bible says he wants us to have a one-fleshed marriage, I got that. That's my logos. But what is that? I need a rhema. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you will and be given. How many know God's got a great plan and a great future for you?